Last time on Weird Albums. Hey, J&J. It's, uh, it's Weird Al Yankovic. I'm so excited to finally be a guest on Weird Albums. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Okay, ask whatever you've always wanted to know. Just anything. Anything at all. Just, guys? Hello? Jay? Other Jay? Oh, great. Yeah, I guess next time. <laughs> uh, thanks for nothing! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Weird Al Bums. We are back. And, Jay, we totally missed Weird Al on our last episode, on the finale. Can you believe it? Oh, my God. We're such terrible podcast hosts. He came. He really came. Santa Yankovic came, and we missed it. I heard it, and then I did, too. (laughs) What's up, man? It's been a while. It's been a little bit, yeah. I have missed my my weekly dose of weirdness, man. I gotta be honest, I thought this wouldn't happen. I've listened to some Weird Al since we finished recording this podcast. Really? I've willingly put some on. Aside from what we're about to, to discuss, the uh, the new Weird movie soundtrack. And we're going to talk about the movie. More about the movie, because there ain't a whole lot going on in the soundtrack. Hmm. Yeah, a- but the fan demanded it. The fan demanded that we do this episode. <laughs> Whoever you are that still cares about this podcast, thanks. Thanks for making us do this. Yeah. Plus, it would have bothered my OCD till the end of time, just knowing that another album was released, and then we didn't do it. I agree. He called it an album. He posted, surprise, I have a new album out. Yep. Which And a bit surprise, of a I probably, if we did the ranking again, would have a new lowest ranked Weird Al album. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the album. I mean, we'll get into the movie shortly, but... There's one new song. Should we just play a little clip of it right now? Yeah, play the clip because we have no clips of anything else. So here's uh, the new song, the one new song, Now You Know, a little bit. That's the one new song that we got, and it played over the end credits. It went on very long. It was kind of it was kind of funny. Had some funny moments, like just referencing how long the song is. It had two fake out endings, which was fun. But you know, classic, classic big production Weird Al with the horns and the background singers. That you know that that genre that he used to throw in there. It was fun, but like, dude, why? I mean, he didn't really do anything for the movie. Why not crank out a few new tunes so- for this? That song's great. It's very. It really reminds me of like like UHF. It is the theme yeah. song for the movie, um, mm-hmm. while not featuring the title of the movie prominently, because it would be weird if the song was called "Weird the Al Yankovic Story." <laughs> Could we go "Weird the Al Yankovic Weird Al Yankovic Movie Song" theme? <laughs> it's, uh, it's a great Al original that sounds yeah very much like that kind of genre that he goes to a lot when he's trying to come up with a theme song for something. He goes to that. A lot. But then, yeah. so there's re-recordings of a lot of songs, like new recording versions. And I actually do like several of those because the production's very good. It kind of updated 
a number of classics and you just get like a new recording of it. It sounds a little different. If you're a big Mm -hmm. fan, it's worth a listen, but there's so many missed opportunities where they more than half of this thing is the score of the movie. It is 46 tracks. It is 108 (laughs) minutes long to listen to this soundtrack. And over half of that is instrumental, like violins and accordions and stuff for the score of the movie. There's a, a part of the movie where he's like auditioning to be in a punk band and he plays a snippet of Beat on the Brat. Why on not the his whole thing? Accordion. Yeah, give and us the whole put, thing. They put just awesome. the, like 30 seconds on the soundtrack and there's an actual recorded version of Weird Al performing Beat on the Brats on the Dr. Demento covered in punk compilation. And it is excellent and it's not on anything. Oh, wait. The Al Weird. of Yesteryear. Al did that? Al did a full yeah, version yeah. of that? Yeah, you, if you haven't heard it, it is on. Uh, you can. I'll send you the link now that you have an Amazon Music subscription. You're welcome. <laughs> Actually, let's let's take a listen to the beat on the brat. I forgot about that. That that's another little new thing. So let's play that. It's only like ten seconds long. Beat on the brat. Beat on the brat. Beat on the brat with a baseball bat. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. So yeah, that's so. Is do you think he re-recorded that, or is that the version? Oh, that's on absolutely, because it's the real version is like him and his full band, and it's just a cover of "Beat on the Brat," and it's real cool. It's like yeah. it's "Beat on the Brat" with an accordion and L singing it. What's not cool about that? And what an opportunity to even if you're not gonna make a new album here, rarities and B sides and alternate versions and live tracks. The L of yesteryear would have done something here man and you know how i know that because he's got another movie soundtrack that is a lot more than just a movie soundtrack yeah or at minimum give us some more clips from the movie we get one at the top the diedrich bader like voiceover from the intro of the movie but yes there were more there were more of those i think throughout the movie or just give us some give us some audio clips from the movie just give us some of the funny lines like yeah come on come on <laughs> you're not doing anything else you're touring i guess he's yes he's touring but come on they knew they were making a movie let's go do something he could have at least did covers of the polka songs beer barrel polka is on here the chicken dance uh, clarinet polka some other one like he could have just did his versions of those i think they were just like the traditional ones or at least they're credited that way i don't know if they're crediting the writer on the album or the performer i think the performer but i don't know i i would have liked to have him doing those polkas it, yeah, it it could have been so much more. I don't know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, Jay? I don't know. Spend the majority of this reunion episode talking about the movie instead of the soundtrack, <laughs> probably. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do that then. What did you think? I know you, you had problems. You know, you had like grandpa problems trying to watch this thing. I had Yeah. So first of all, I had a whole lot of people. So many people that I know asked me like, if I had seen it yet, what I thought of it. And then when I did finally watch it, a lot of people going, you waited this long to watch this movie? (laughs) To which my response was, you're right. I'm so much less of a fan than you. Your podcast meticulously analyzing every single song that the guy ever wrote is much better than mine. You can all shut up. But do you know why it took me so long to watch this movie? Because it's on the Roku channel. And I had no way to put it on a television. I had to watch it on a 15-inch laptop screen like I was bootlegging anime in 2005. This is unacceptable. What a stupid way. Why is it so difficult? And someone in another country was complaining that it was difficult for them to watch this movie. And Al encouraged them to pirate it. (laughs) 
Yeah, I had to throw it from my phone to the TV. Luckily, I have one of those like screen mirroring smart TVs. So yeah. I had to throw from my phone to the TV to watch it. Yeah, you said that your smart TV just had that. I don't have a smart TV, but I have a Google Chromecast attached to my not smart TV, and it didn't give me the option in the Roku app to put it <laughs> through that. And then I normally use a PlayStation for streaming, and it's not on there available. And it was like, oh, do you have a Roku device? Because you can just do that. I was like, no, no one does, because it's not 2009 anymore. <laughs> Play it off your TiVo. So I, so, <laughs> so, so I finally got to watch it on, on my laptop. Uh, it felt it felt archaic. It felt like I was watching scrambled porn in the 1990s is what my viewing experience felt like. But did you like the movie? I So we both had some qualms that are documented in the previous episodes of Weird Albums where we were slightly concerned. And my main concern was that I didn't want it to all be a big joke like the old Funnier Die video. Because I felt like I got that joke and what I, I'm very inspired by the weird story. It really is like a let your freak flag fly story of this man's career. And I said, I'm sure the movie's going to be very funny. I'm sure I'm going to think it's a great comedy. And I was absolutely right. Like I did. Yes, absolutely love this movie. I did think it was a great comedy and I laughed many, many times. And I also feel like I knew 1000% what I was about to watch. There were no surprises thrown at me, and I could have written a script very similar to this if you were like, write the Weird Al biopic that they would probably put out. Right. I, there are a couple little surprises here and there. That I mean, I think they should have went more over the top if they were going to do it this way and just go I agree. Okay, completely. Like, I love the, the dad beating the crap out of the accordion salesman. I thought that was a very funny twist. I didn't see coming. The Pablo Escobar twist was pretty good, that too. That, too. Yes. I really, I really enjoyed that. But, but I there really sh- could have been more than that. Yes, they should have went like completely more bonkers with it, like less actual realish. Oh, and spoilers, it dying with him getting assassinated is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> that was a yeah. great move. I almost thought Madonna was like my least favorite part of it. Like she was really the Nancy Spongeon of the movie because it just I'm like, I write already with her. Like we get the 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 naggy girlfriend who, you know, brings the star down. We, we know that trope. Like we don't need it. Give us a different trope. Throw throw a different twist in it. Do you know what really would have been great is if they advertised it and built it up the way they did and what they actually gave us was a legitimate, played serious, Weird Al biopic just starring Harry Potter? <laughs> it should have been Harry Potter as dressed as like doing a Weird Al, acting out as Weird Al, like a double-layered thing from Daniel Radcliffe. That would have been fun. Uh, but yes, it's it's very funny. It's a very funny comedy. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I didn't think it was very funny. I thought it was good. I liked it. I, I think they could have been better. But some of my favorite parts were just the different little references that they threw in. I thought they could have did more of that, too, like throwing in a song lyric here or like a little Easter egg there. Um, you know, they did it a few times, like the mom saying, you know, yes, I'm fat. I'm fat. I'm really, really fat. You know, <laughs> you like know, that. It, yeah, there's Stuff a like part that. when he's conceptualizing like a surgeon in the hospital, the doctor turns and says, you better give me all your Gosners. And I was like, yeah. did he say Gosmers? <laughs> I made a I made a video that's on our Instagram, uh, Weird Albums, of the fact versus fiction in the Weird Al movie. And of course, mine are all parodies of the movie as well. And I, I was going to put in, you know, a, a fun fact about that Gosmers are a real thing. That <laughs> 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 I was like, this is literally a joke for the one guy who asked us to do this podcast. 
(laughs) (laughs) But I did a fact or fiction that was pretty silly with, you know, again, more lies in it. There are. I've made made new friends and fans since we finished recording uh, this podcast. And when I post this episode, I'm going to need to explain that it is a bonus episode to a show that exists that they probably have not ever seen me talk about. (laughs) There you go. Well, now, if you're hearing this for the first time, you can go back and listen to album by album. Yeah, what's Um, up? Welcome, fans number four and five. We're happy to have you. I think one of my favorite scenes was the pool party at Dr. Demento's house. Got it. Cameos. Fantastic. Loved it. So who do we see in there? The, like, fake cosplay cameos of the celebrities (laughs) they're having people play, but the actual celebrities that are playing them, if you're, like, a comedy fan, it is a who's who. Oh, yeah. People you're familiar with. So we had uh, Paul F. Tompkins as Gallagher, which was very Mm -hmm. funny. Uh, We had Conan O'Brien as Andy Warhol, Mm -hmm. which is hilarious. We had Emo Phillips as uh, Salvador Dali. (laughs) Best. (laughs) Hilarious. So good. I was like, is that Emo Phillips? Because they did a real good job. You couldn't tell it was him. Who else did we have in there? We had Jack Black. Well, until he talks, uh, because it's still Emo Phillips. Yeah. Was it Jack Black as uh, Wolfman Jack? Mm -hmm. Wolfman Jack Black. (laughs) <laughs> that's great who else i mean there's an alice cooper i don't know if that was anyone famous was it i think they were all people famous i just don't have the list up in front of i know that paul rubens uh T- peewee herman wasn't he wasn't a famous guy i don't think uh tiny tim was somebody who was tiny tim oh tiny tim was dimitri martin <laughs> oh wonderful <laughs> that's great uh akiva schaefer was alice cooper i don't know who that is Divine was in there from like the John Waters movies, which mm-hmm. was great. Was hanging out at the pool party. Nina West, I don't know who that actor is. Oh, uh, David Dalsmachian, uh, Malkian. He's, he's he's kind of one of that guy. Those that guy actors was the guy from Queen. Oh, the bassist from Queen. Yeah, that was funny. But yeah, a lot of other people snuck in there. Michael McKean was in there as sleazy MC. I don't remember him. Pat Oswalt was in there as the the guy, the heckler in the crowd. But so many cameos. Jonah Ray was in there. He was one of the guys in the fake Ramones. Uh, yeah, so, yes, I, I liked it. I thought it was a funny movie. I think that I have seen a few people post, like, it's amazing. It's a blast. It's so fun. And anyone who's upset and nerd raging that they didn't blah, 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 you can shut up. Listen, anyone saying that, you did not spend six months <laughs> digging through every song the dude's ever recorded. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Because anyone who did is going out of this going, yeah, I'm happy to have more Al content, but yeah, it's just absolutely. more Al content. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I'm gonna, I want to go back and watch it again because I'm sure there's like a bunch of jokes I missed too from either laughing over them or just different things I missed, like some of these cameos that I'm noticing. Well, I definitely want to go back and watch it again because I would like it to be bigger than, <laughs> than my tablet screen. <laughs> what else is there to say about it, Jay? I don't know. We enjoyed it. We're happy. We're generally happy with it. I mean, I saw people like really fawning over it. Like it was the greatest thing they've ever seen. Me too. And I don't agree with that. No, I don't agree with that. I don't even think it's Weird Al's best movie. (laughs) Also agree. (laughs) In fact, I I was, I found, I happened upon um, the Weird Al show on one of the many annoying streaming apps. I think it's on Peacock actually. Mm Mm-hmm. Ed was just browsing through some of those last night, and there's an episode where Randy Macho Man Savage shows up and proceeds to elbow drop Harvey the Wonder Hamster. (laughs) It's one of the funniest things I have ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) 
and he like nails the fake little Harvey on the mat like so perfectly. And my my girlfriend was like, <gasps> like, like it looked legit, <laughs> so real. That but rules. I'm, I just I'm looked 100%. it up because when you started doing that, I thought it would be really funny if we spent 10 minutes actually reviewing the movie and then just talked about other things Weird Al has been in on TV and in <laughs> yeah, movies. Yeah, sure. Why not? It's probably our last episode we're ever going to do. One of them, he was apparently probably in an episode or, or multiple. Uh, he was on Teen Titans Go, and I have a little story to tell about Teen Titans Go. Please. Because I love since that show. I've finished... not seen that episode. Was he as himself? Uh, I don't know. It just okay. it just kind of like shows that he was in that TV show. Okay. I, if I click it, I don't think it will show me what he played. But since we finished recording Weird Albums, I ran a Q&A at my local Comic-Con with some voice actors. And among them was uh, the voice of Beast Boy from both Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. Sweet. And that dude smokes more weed than I do. He was <laughs> so high during this Q&A. He brought his dog with him, little chihuahua, and answered one of my questions by literally just having the dog drink water into a microphone for like three minutes. I asked him what his favorite memory or episode from his work as a voice actor was, and he went, my favorite experience is a voice actor. Like, he didn't understand what the words meant. Not even, like, the question was tough. That's awesome. Uh, what's the person's name? Is it Greg Kipes? Yeah, that's him. Okay. It's, I believe it's Sipes, but sorry for putting you on blast, dude. <laughs> not trying to do that also sorry i was a little out of it during that interview i was slightly less high than you were the entire time <laughs> who else did you get to uh interview um i'm gonna have to look up her name you could just say this person who does this that's fine uh well it's the legend of corin she does a lot of other things janet varney yeah oh i love her yeah, she's great, and I and I did her. actually feel a little bad about being high and not that well prepared because she was wonderful. <laughs> yeah, she's she not was bad in the eyes either. She was she was very nice, and uh, there was a point where where I was stammering over words a little bit, and she turned and gave me the biggest, brightest smile with eyes above it that absolutely said, "Freaking pull it together, dude!" And I was like, "No, she's right." <laughs> She's absolutely right. It was that look that's like, hmm, like a smile, but also like, you're messing this up. And I was like, no, I'm not. Yeah, she used to date Chris Hardwick. She, yeah, she's uh, very cool. And I spent so long talking to her about like San Francisco Sketch Fest. And, mm -hmm. Yeah, she uh, runs that, right? Yep. Uh, the show she does with Dana Gould and like the Paul F. Tompkins podcast she's on a lot, Spontaneous mm -hmm. Nation. I... I'm not that big of a Legend of Korra fan. It was the last thing I wanted to talk to her about. And everyone at Comic-Con was like, who's Paul F. Tompkins? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Who else? Oh, it was actually just those two. It was, oh, just it was two. them. Right I was supposed to get to run a panel with uh, the woman who played April O'Neil in the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I was... Super excited, and it wound up being at the same time as the other one that they wanted me to run. I would have been better equipped. I'm a bigger fan. I know more about that movie than than either of these uh, voice actors' credits. But uh, the one thing that I did get to do involving her is the first day that I got there to get my like badge for access to the Comic Con. Uh, I stepped in and was looking for where to go, 
and right in front of me, an elevator opened and April O'Neil stepped out. Nice. And I stared like a creep <laughs> so hard. And I was like, it's her whole life has to be scrawny white dudes in glasses like me just jaw drop staring at her everywhere she goes. <laughs> That's funny. I did enjoy uh, going back to Al seeing, speaking of cosplay, a lot. Of, he posted up a ton of people who did weird Al costumes for Halloween. Yes. There's a lot of good ones out there. I'm surprised I haven't done that yet. I got to get on that. Like that's that seems like an easy, fun one you can do, and that's something you could just. That's like an easy go-to because you can just wear it around. It's kind of like normal clothes, you know what yeah. I mean? It's not cumbersome. Like that's a great because my my go-to in that genre is Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Like all it requires is like a week ahead to grow a little goatee, but I got the shirt, the name tag, I got the cricket paddle, the pants. It's like it's easy, and you can. It's like a costume, but it's not a costume, so you can kind of blend in, and the people who get it get it and think it's great. It's like it's one of those right. It's like right in the pocket of perfect costumes. But yeah, Weird Al's a good one. I got to do that. But my, knowing me, though, I'd have to go find a real accordion because I couldn't walk around with one of those toy ones because I would just feel like I'm just half-assing it. You could just beat up Cousin Jay, I bet. That's true. I could bet you could get his away bucks. from him. He doesn't seem that tough. No offense, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. It's it's cool that we, we got this. I'm happy about it. I, I'm still hoping he's going to throw out some more s- stuff. I, I still think... I don't know how he's not getting that spark. I mean, maybe he's just done. Maybe he's just in like sunset, you know, retirement mode. He's just still touring, doing all the originals. He he seems to be having a good time with that. But I guess, I mean, now would be the perfect time for him to do an all originals album. Well, let me tell you, if this soundtrack is any indicator to how he's feeling, not good (laughs) is the answer. I think too, and he references it in the song now, you know, that the song is eligible for an Oscar now. Yes. (laughs) So I think that's a I think that legit may be the one reason he did it to be a hundred percent honest. I mean, even if he just gets nominated, you know, maybe he's, he's got the Grammy. Maybe he's going for the EGOT. You know what I mean? Mm. Could I could see a Weird Al musical on Broadway? Oh, that I would love thing. that. Like in the style of like Moving Out or any of those. We made yeah. a story out of someone's music. I would love. Yeah, a they Weird could do Al something Broadway like show. this, and then just weave his songs in. Like, come on, that's that's easy. That's like a freaking. Uh, what do they call that in sports when it's like a, an easy a layup a layup it's a layup <laughs> like I was going to be able to help with that question what do they call it in sports well goodbye tell me when I should turn my brain back on a gimme in golf you know a softball nothing any of these things ringing a bell to you Jay <laughs> got some softballs hey speaking of an album of all L originals uh, there's been a lot of Weird Al web media content popping up as a result of this movie coming up. And, Such uh, as? Well, when I open up Google Chrome, you know, I get a lot of the like targeted ads of like, here's an article that came out. We've been spying on you. We know what you like. Here's, here's an article about Dungeons & Dragons. They have since been less about Weird Al than they have been the rest of this year. But now more Weird Al stuff is coming out, and it's like, ooh. <laughs> This guy loves it. Let's give yeah. it to him. It's like much worse than the uh, the year that I listened to all the Nickelback albums in November. That was that was a messed up algorithm month. This year has been something though. I found an article on Polygon where they ranked Weird Al's 15 best original songs from hmm. three days ago. It came out in November of 2022. Um, and they call it the definitive list. 
you'd think I'd be promoting hardcore the podcast and try and get some of these hits on the the old algorithm, but uh, no, I haven't. This list is blasphemy, Jack. <laughs> this is we five. did not do the amount of work that we did and put serious thought into our lists for someone to call this abomination the definitive. People are reading this and just believing it and not even knowing that there's 15 episodes of real work being put in out there for them to listen to. Number 15 is mission statement from Mandatory Fun. Like, that should be anywhere on this list. What? Yikes. What else? 14 is Don't Wear Those Shoes. 13 is Frank's 2,000-inch TV. Okay. 12 is Hardware Store. Not even nowhere near the top 10. Okay. 11 is I'll Be Mellow When I'm Dead. Okay. Which gets all the more infuriating because 10 is Stuck in a Closet with Vanna White. Oh, come on. Nine is I Remember Larry. Eight is Nature Trail to Hell. Okay. Seven is Melanie. Okay. Six is Slime Creatures from Outer Space. No, see, that shouldn't even be on the list. Five is That Boy Could Dance. What? Come on. Four is Virus Alert. What? Three is Dare to be Stupid. Okay. One is Everything You Know is Wrong, which was also my number one, so I agree with that. Number two is The Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota. Mm, I mean, it's a good one. It's definitely not number two. It's not number two. Albuquerque is not on the list at all. Albuquerque is nowhere on this list, dude. (laughs) That's insane. He worked as hard writing that song as we did recording this podcast. (laughs) That's, uh, yeah, that's insane. That's literally so that's honestly the... what's making me the maddest about this movie is all the L content that I'm reading now and being like, oh, you don't deserve to express these opinions. <laughs> that's definitely some intern getting like 10 bucks per article. Like, go write something weird, Al. I don't know. He's got a movie coming out. Here you go. 15 minutes later. It's a weird AI written article. <laughs> I like that. Hey, listen, if you want more of this. There's 15 freaking episodes. Go listen to them. Yeah. Go back. Start at the beginning. And just hope to God that Weird Al is going to make an appearance and you'll be pleasantly rewarded. Revisit the earlier episodes and this time actually reach out to us when we tell you to. (laughs) We'll still respond. We got nothing going on. (laughs) I blow the dust off the Instagram every now and again and the Twitter. Hell, maybe Sometimes we'll spend... you'll post something and I'll start getting notifications on my phone and I'll be like, oh, this old thing? <laughs> Just wait till we get paid at $8 for that blue check, baby. <laughs> See, that would be a great Weird Al song, Blue Check. Put that on the Originals album. Let's go. Let's talk about crazy Elon Musk. <laughs> See? This thing writes itself. Come on, Al. All right, man. Well, this was fun. Recatching up. Yeah, it was good to see you again. And let me plug real quick. I Shows, I right? still have comedy albums out. Stand up records. Jay Shanoin, C H A N O I N E. Texas Shanoin Song Massacre is my most recent one. It's still pretty good. However, uh, by the time you hear this, I have just put out my first legitimate music release Woo-hoo. under the name Commander Killjoy. It's an EP of synthwave and nerdy instrumentals. Uh, it's twenty minutes long. It, again, all instrumental, so it's safe for work and for your kids. I have a couple friends who played it for their toddlers, and they're like, yeah, they love it because it sounds like like video game music or like Saturday morning cartoon theme songs. So I would really appreciate it if you check that out as well. Well, hey, how about we play a clip going out? 
Do you want yeah, it? Yeah, I'll, I'll throw you a song to play. Well, there you go. Some Commander Killjoy going out. And uh, if you listen to this right away, I'm going to put this out like tomorrow. You have some shows, right, next week? Yeah, uh, I've got shows coming JT up. And Eddie Pepitone, one of our best guests. <laughs> with JT Habersat and Eddie Pepitone, I will be on there in the East Coast starting today, I believe. Go to Eddie Pepitone's website to find information about that. They're going to be in New York, New Jersey. Uh, we'll be in Vermont shortly after I'm done with them. But on next Wednesday, uh, November 16th, we will be in Manchester, New Hampshire at my home base at the Shaskeen Pub on Elm Street, uh, presented by Ruby Room Comedy. And the following night on the 17th, which is Thursday, we will be in Worcester, Massachusetts at Worcester. Ralph's Rock Diner. Well, there you have it, folks. Also, for the record, nobody dies in this album. Al mentions that he dies in the movie, but he comes back to life as a zombie. So he comes back to life. Zero deaths. Once again, we're done with weird albums until something else comes out maybe in the future. Who knows? Uh, Stay yeah, subscribed. I mean, we'll probably see you in like three months. That's about how long it took <laughs> for someone to convince us to get back on these microphones. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time on Weird Albums. See ya. See ya. Weird Albums!